You're listening to the Seamless Garage Podcast, and on this episode, I talk about the difference between technician and mechanic, or is there even really a difference? Stay tuned to find out. Hey everybody, I hope everybody's having a good week. Um, on this episode, I want to go over a little a little uh, discussion or argument about technician versus mechanics. Um, so before that, though, I want to give you a recap on the week and uh, what has went down this past week. Um, so basically, uh, this last week, I started taking apart the uh, engine for my 03 Hyundai Tiburon. And I've been doing some videos on that. Hopefully, you've seen those. Um, basically, I want to tear it down and use it as an experience to um, and, a, and a platform to uh, give people information. Um on engines, how it works, if you've ever wondered what a piston looks like, or a cylinder head, or what a cylinder even is, um, this will be a good chance for you to see that. I'm going to be basically separating it by, uh, clip by clip, um, using TikTok as the platform for that. Um, so go check out my TikTok, it should be uh, Stevie Gilliland over there on TikTok, if not I'll uh, tag you in it, but that should be the, that should be the username. Um, but yeah, that's going to be for information for you guys if you've never seen one before. Or if you just want to see a Tiburon engine taken apart. Yeah, the 03 Tiburon I've had since 2009, I think. So basically since I've been in high school. And I've loved that car, but the rod started knocking on it back in 2014. And sadly, I just let it sit after that instead of taking care of it. Even though I had the know-how, I just honestly was not interested um, I just recently got my interest back in actual cars and uh, finding my love for cars. Obviously, I've been working on them my whole life, but but I found the love back and I'm, I'm back. So, but anyway, yeah. So taking apart that Tiburon engine and um, I'm going to rebuild it and actually Frankenstein another one together. Basically, what I mean by that is I'm just going to take the good parts from my engine and the good parts from what I found, put them together and put them in the vehicle. And uh, I'm going to freshen up the vehicle and then probably sell it. That way um, I can use that, uh, you know, towards other things that the shop needs. Um, but, yeah, so other than that, on uh, Saturday, uh, DJ and I took a trip to Dallas because um, he's looking for a Civic hatch. Uh, he was looking for a Civic hatch, hatchback, um, you know, EF or EG body style, which is going to be, you know, late 80s and then early 90s, the body style. Um, just because he loves Hondas, he's always had a Honda Civic, so he just loves Hondas, and that's what he wanted to do his project based around. So we went to we went to Dallas Saturday, and um, the first one we looked at was an '89, I think, and it was pretty clean. But the thing was, it it was rusty um, on the frame rails and also on the four fenders. There was some rust. And uh, I talked to a friend of mine uh, that's pretty much a Civic expert, uh, and just a Honda expert, honestly. And uh, he told me that that's, you know, to be expected on those. Um, but that was just something DJ wasn't willing to uh, deal with. He didn't want to deal with the rust, and, you know, I had to agree with him because I don't like dealing with rust either. Um, I know you can cut out panels and put them together, but at this moment, I'm not very, very confident in my body, uh, my body work skills. I'm confident on performance. Uh, engines, mechanical, things like that. Um, I have not delved into the uh, body work uh, world yet, so that's something I've got to deal with. 
Um, but eventually I'll get to it. Um, I definitely want to learn how to weld and um, do things like that and just uh, be able to freshen up any kind of vehicle, uh, rusty or not, you know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, we went down there. Uh, that was the first one was a rust bucket. Uh, he actually had the title and all that, and it was a decent price, but it was just not rust bucket, but we just weren't willing to deal with it. So the second one uh, that we went to look at was actually on a whim. It was a, we were still in Dallas, pulled away from there, and DJ was like, you know what? I want to go look at this other one that's available. So we messaged him, not knowing if he was even going to be available. He got back with us within like 30 minutes. Um, and so, you know, we figured out where we needed to meet. We went and met. It took took longer than expected. Uh, but we met up with the guy, went over to the place, and it was kind of crazy because uh, we were kind of, you know, in a, in a bad spot in Fort Worth, if you will, because uh, I remember we were pulling up pretty close to the address, and we were at a four-way stop. And DJ was waiting on this guy to go that was already at the four-way stop. And I said, bro, just go. This guy's pouring up over here. I literally looked through the windshield, and this guy is sitting at the light, not even looking, or not, not the light, but the stop sign, not even looking. And he's just, like, got a can way up in the air, upside down, just pouring it into a cup. <laughs> so I knew where we were at, man. We were in, we were in the spot. And um, so, so we pull up in the yard, go up there, um, and uh, it was a it was a shell. It was an EG shell, like a 90, 92, 93, something like that. And um, but it was pretty nice because it was in good shape. Um, it had a carbon fiber hood that was off of it, but it came with the car. And um, the engine bay had been completely, um, uh, what do you call, it? tubbed out, and um, everything had been tucked. All the wiring and everything had been tucked for the engine bay. Um, with steel braided lines and uh, AN fittings and whatnot and also um, it had been like I said painted uh, like a Ferrari red color and the uh, battery had been relocated to inside on the passenger side so it had been done right engine wise it was already set up for a uh, K-swap so it had been done right and that's the candidate we were looking for because that's what DJ wants to do is K-swap it he wants to put a K-20 in it a K20 or K24, he hasn't decided just yet. Um, but we went and checked that out, and uh, and we were getting ready to buy. He, uh, DJ was definitely interested, and then the guy said he didn't have the title. Uh, he couldn't find it or whatever. He just kept giving us the runaround, so uh, we passed on that. And um, so then Sunday, uh, he found another one late late Saturday night, and he calls me. He's like, hey, man. He's like, I'm going to use a trailer again. I'm going to go pick this one up. And he got a sweet deal on it and uh, went down there, and sure enough, it was good It was good to go, straight body, just like he wanted, um, and no problem. You know, the only thing was the engine was, you know, it's compromised. It's not running or anything, but who cares? We just want a project. Um, we don't really care about the engine or anything because we're putting, like I said, a K20, K24 in it with a six speed is what he wants with a limited slip. So that's the plan with that one. That'll be on a uh, future podcast because we're going to do a feature uh, uh, on it as well. But uh, yeah, just be looking out for that if, you, if you're if you in the Civic hatches or in the Hondas in general. Be looking out for that. Um, so, but the other thing uh, I wanted to bring up real quick is uh, the John Jones fight went down Saturday night and 
I'm a huge, if you don't know this about me, I'm a huge uh, UFC fanatic. Um, and there's a couple of fighters that I will not miss a fight on, and that's going to be John Jones and Conor McGregor. I will not miss a, miss a single one of their fights. Um, so watch that fight, and there, it was big controversy, like I said. Um, some people scored it 3-2 Reyes. Some people scored it 3-2 Jones. I watched it three times because I paid for the pay-per-view, so I went back and watched it again after I knew that everybody was contradicting it or everybody was just basically saying that Reyes won and that he got robbed. Um, honestly, there's a lot of John Jones haters out there because he's basically deemed as unbeatable, uh, kind of like the New England Patriots or something like that, where like or the Yankees, where he's just hated simply because he's the best. Um so I knew that hate was going on. But anyway, I went back and watched it three times, and I ended up scoring it 4-1. I ended up giving Reyes the first round, and then the other four rounds were John Jones, all John Jones. Um, you know, say what you want, but the the first round, the only reason I give it to Reyes is because that knockdown, and it wasn't even – I mean, I'm going to give it to him. It was a knockdown, but it wasn't really a uh, – he didn't rock him or anything. He just caught him off balance. John Jones got right back up. Um, but the second, third, fourth, and fifth round, I mean, Reyes brought it in the beginning of the round, but at the end of the round, John Jones was dominating again. So to me, that's a win on the round. That's how I score rounds. Um, so I gave John Jones a 4-1 and not because I'm a huge John Jones fan. Trust me, I'm not biased on this. And to be quite frank with you, I was a little bit nervous, um, after watching the fight originally. Uh, because I thought that John Jones came out a little bit flat, but after seeing the fourth and fifth round, uh, you know he was pretty dominant. Um, I think I think that was kind of part of the plan because Reyes uh, was really uh, really energetic in the first two rounds, and then he started falling off. Third round was a was a little bit better than fourth and fifth round, but fourth and fifth round he was pretty much dead. I mean dead weight, and he was still holding his own. I mean he was stuffing some of John Jones' takedowns, but but anyway, I just wanted to ask you guys, you know, what did y'all score that? Um, so that would be a cool little discussion to talk about to see what you guys thought if you watched the fight. Uh, but but anyway, um, as far as the other thing I wanted to bring up before before we get into this technician versus mechanic thing is um, I, I finally acquired uh, my project. Um, so I've been telling you guys that I wanted to do a second-generation a DSM, whether it be an Eclipse or an Eagle Talon. Um, but what I didn't tell you guys is that I have been bouncing back and forth whether I want a first generation or second generation. Um, after seeing, uh, there's this guy on uh, on Instagram, 4G63T Addict. Uh, he's got a very clean first generation Eclipse. Um, it's red, and it's really nice. So after seeing that car, I was like, man, that's what can be done to that car. I've always been big on flip-up headlights, um, whether it be the FC RX-7s or the 240SXs, uh, the original S13 240SXs. So I've always been a big fan of flip-up headlights, so this one has it. And um, so I ended up going, deciding to go with a first-generation um, Eagle Talon TSI all-wheel drive. So that's the turbocharged model all-wheel drive. And um, anyway, I ended up acquiring one. Um, off of a friend of mine who actually just said, if I'll come get it, I can have it. Um, and he could he could definitely get some money for this, so I really do appreciate it. 
uh, I really do appreciate it, Ernest, uh, for for giving me that, man. So I won't I won't do you wrong, brother. I'll I'll definitely make this thing right. It's gonna be real clean when I get done with it. Um, I think that'll be another podcast in itself, uh, t- telling you guys the rundown of what I'm gonna do with it, and also the process, and um, you know all that'll be documented on YouTube, of course. So you'll be able to go back through that if you're listening to this podcast at a later time. Um, but yeah, so it's a clean first generation uh, chassis. Uh, doesn't have engine or trans or transfer case, but it does have the rear differential and the drive shaft, and the body's in pretty good shape. Um, a few spots need some work. Um, I'm going to repaint it, uh, so I'll go ahead and give you a little rundown of what I have planned for it. Um, I'm going to do carbon uh, carbonetics, uh, carbon fiber roof because the roof is kind of rusty. That's what made me think about that, and then I found out carbonetics has that, so that's great. So roof hood and hatch are going to be carbon fiber so that's what we're going to do with that and um and then i'm going with a uh the evo blue if you know what i'm talking about the like evo 8 evo 9 they came in a blue color um that was a pretty iconic color for that body style that's what i'm going to put on this car so that's that's where we're going with that um so it's going to be evo blue with carbon fiber uh trimming like as my accent color and then uh, as far as the engine goes, obviously we're going with the 4G63T that came in it. Um, but we're going to do a, a 2.4 liter uh, crank. So it's going to be a stroker. So that'll make it a 2.3 liter actually. And, um, and then we're going to boost it. We're going to hope we're going to shoot for 450, 500 horsepower. Um, so that's what, that's what I got planned for that Talon. Uh, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm actually really, really excited about that. And like I said, I can't, I can't thank uh, Ernest enough for for letting me have that that rolling chassis. But he he said he just wants it out of his way. He said if I wouldn't have took it, he would have. Uh, if I wouldn't have taken it, he would have crushed it. So I'm glad to get it. So let's get into this technicians versus mechanic thing. Um, so the the let me explain the argument on this so basically there's a thing going on and i was involved in this by the way um i don't know how long it's been going on um i'm gonna i'm gonna say probably since like maybe the 80s but probably 90s is when this started when when the technician thing started um so the argument is that technicians and mechanics are two different things and that may blow some of your minds but in the technician like in the technician or mechanic world of like working on cars that is a thing that's an argument um and basically the argument is this uh technicians are are people who work at dealerships who know how to diagnose know how to uh deal with electrical problems um that's the best best definition that I've heard people say is that's what separates the difference is cuz Basically, it's a derogatory thing. They say, oh, mechanics just know how to change parts, and technicians actually can diag and, and do electrical problems. Um, growing up my whole life, I always heard it be called a mechanic. And so I'll go ahead and tell you my origin of that is um, I actually was one of those people who started saying that technician was better than mechanic thing because in, in tech school, they taught that actually. That's the only that's the only thing I have to say is that about tech schools is that in tech school they kind of give you this entitlement. Uh they kind of make you feel like you are superior to 
some some mechanics out there just because you went to school and I and believe it or not I came out of that school with a chip on my shoulder but not, not only because of that but because I had something to prove so it's not just because of the school you know you got to do what you got you know you got to do what you got to do and you and you're you're you at the end of the day you know you can't let people persuade you but I did come out of that school with a chip on my shoulder because I felt like I was um I did feel like I was better than people who didn't go to, to technical school at the time, but I was proven wrong <laughs> later on in my career. But like I said, I had something to prove. So regardless, I was coming out hard and heavy because I wanted to show people. And that, and I think that's why I uh, progressed as quick as I did. Um, I put my all my heart into it. So, But anyway, I used to think that. I used to walk around and go, oh, I'm a technician, not a mechanic, when people would call me a mechanic. They would ask me all the time when I was younger, are you a mechanic? And I'd be like, no, I'm a technician. There's a difference. I know how to diag, you know. But the reason I don't think that it matters and the reason that I think this should be shut down and shouldn't even be an argument anymore is because nobody even knows. You know what I mean? Um, you go to a dealership and you get your car rode up and they tell you we're going to give it to our best tech or whatever. Sure. But do people do people out there that aren't in the mechanic world understand that? No. What do they call them? They're mechanic. They call them their mechanic. And the definition of mechanics anyway is is someone who knows how to work with uh, machines and um, and motors and engines and things like that. And that's all included in that. You know what I mean? In order to work on them, you gotta know you gotta know how they work. So so I don't agree with that argument. Um, when I decided that I, that it didn't matter was whenever I used to talk to people all the time and they'd ask, hey, what do you do? And I'd be like, I'm an automotive technician. And they would start asking me and it was clear they had no clue what I was talking about. They thought that I meant that I, like some of them thought I, I designed cars. Some of them thought I was an engineer. Some of them thought that I somehow did some kind of electrical uh, things with vehicles, but not mechanics, okay? And um, so I just found that it was easier just to start telling people that I'm a mechanic and it stuck. And, and honestly, that's what I feel like I am. You know, uh, like I said, growing up, it was always called a mechanic. And, you know, here I am again, calling myself a mechanic. I think that that um, is more, how do you say it? People know the word more, you know, um, it's recognizable is what I meant to say. You tell anybody that, you know, somebody is a mechanic and, and they fully understand, okay, this guy works on something uh, mechanical, whether it be uh, cars, motorcycles, boats, whatever. So this guy is mechanically inclined, you know what I mean? Um, that's what that means. So so I just thought it was better to, to use it that way. And so that's what, that's what I did. But anyway, I just want to shut this argument down because I feel like, uh, I, I honestly feel like part of it is started with tech schools because they want their students to feel different or better, and maybe that spreads the word and more people come to that school. I think that may be part of that propaganda. That's just my opinion on that. But it dang, it dang sure worked for me. It damn sure, they damn sure uh, got me convinced of it at first, you know, until I got out in the real world and realized, hey, come on, man. Like, you're not better than anybody, like, and you shouldn't think that way anyway, you know what I mean? You should get along with people and always learn from people regardless 
of if they know more than you or not. You can definitely learn from anybody. So um, I think that um, having that chip on my shoulder um, made that a little worse. And so I use, usually leverage from the technician name to to elevate me above people. And that was incorrect and completely wrong and a bad way of thinking. So, um, but yeah, that's what I think. And uh, hopefully this gets out there and people can understand why some people want to be called technician and why some people want to be called mechanic and uh, why I ultimately think it doesn't matter and that I think we should just say mechanic. Um, now, the other thing I wanted to say about that is also that um, the not the dealers, but the manufacturers themselves, like Nissan, Mitsubishi, Ford, whatever, um, they embrace that, that talk too. Um, matter of fact, like, you know, when you, when you get your accolades, it's always, you know, senior technician, senior specialist technician, master technician, even with ASCs, it's a technician. But, but like I said, that only, that only works, um, in the automotive world. Um, you talk to somebody on the outside, they're not going to know what you're talking about unless they've just heard it before and somebody's explained it to them. Um, so, so yeah, I'm just going to, just going to use mechanic, but that's, that's my, my, that's my take on it. I think technicians versus mechanic is, is BS and, um, you know, use the mechanic word. That's my opinion. Um, you tell me what you think, you know, send me a message or a comment on one of my videos or, or one of my things in uh, social media and let me know what you think. Have you heard the word technician? Would you use the word technician if you were explaining what somebody does? like me or would you use the word mechanic because I just think that um, it's a discussion that needs to be had because it's just it's just crazy um, you you don't understand if you're not in the mechanic world but if you were you would see what I mean so but yeah that um, pretty much wraps it up this is a short podcast um, but I just wanted to get that out there because I think a lot of people don't know or or maybe don't understand the differences of of the explanation for technician or mechanic and what people what people the idea behind it and what people think that the name holds so uh yeah there's gonna be plenty more to come um i just wanted to give you an update on that um on what went down last week and um my plan is to do this you tell me if you like this or not um I want to do uh, two podcasts a week now. Um, I want one to be short, short and sweet and to the point, informational, because I think certain people want that. And then I want one to be long form where I'm either interviewing somebody or I'm uh, kicking back with somebody and we are just discussing cars, whether, you know, whether it be bills, whether it be the garage, whether it be the new car that just came out, that type of deal. Tell me if you think that would work for you, and um, but either way, I think I'm going to deploy that. I think I'm going to do a Thursday and a Sunday thing. Maybe maybe Monday, maybe Thursday, Monday. I'll figure it out. I kind of want to keep it where it's even, where you're only three or four days in between, but I definitely want to go two podcasts a week um, because I think I can bring more value that way, and um, I also think some of you guys don't like long podcasts. And y'all just want certain information. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for checking out the podcast. And uh, have a good rest of your week. And we'll see you on the next one.
You're listening to this third episode of the Seamless Garage Podcast. On this episode, we talk about upcoming events, we talk about content that we're going to make, and also the future of Seamless. So don't miss out on that. I'm sorry about the dog in the background. I could not get my dog to be quiet, but I do appreciate y'all tuning in, and check it out.